We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. We're talking Saturday's three-game slate. It used to be four games. Now it's three games. Tomorrow, Saturday at DraftKings, I'm joined by Jordan Cooper and Ryan Belangi. And first up, Ryan, this is, I believe, your first show of the season. You're coming to us from nearby Crystal Palace. And are you, so this is, we sent you over there, you know, this is boots on the ground reporting. So is this going to help you uh, analyze the uh, upcoming slates here or what? Well, I I hope so. Uh, Yeah, back in London, a little closer to the action now. Um, You know, maybe I can get some inside scoops, you know, being in the heart of the Premier League. You know, I I hope so, because I I haven't fared too well on these Saturday slates uh, recently. Well, it's 2022. We're going to we're going to turn that around. So. Jordan, I, I believe this is uh, your kind of slate here. We're, we're at uh, there's no there are no elite teams on the slate. Six six teams and they're all pretty even. So wh- what do we look at first here? Uh, I, I love this is my type of slate. You know why? It's a dinky do slate. It's an absolute dinky do slate. Uh, obviously, we have the Lester Burnley match that's been postponed, so you don't have to worry about that. I didn't necessarily love all that many players in that game to begin with. Uh, so I almost would have rather it been on the slate and let other people go go for those players. Uh, but we have three games that are fairly close in in odds. I mean, if we take a look at this at the soccer cheat sheets, what you can find at rotowire.com, get a free trial. Uh, that I mean, Everton is the biggest favorite, but not by not by much. I mean, they're an away favorite to Norwich. Uh, Newcastle is a home favorite to Watford. Wolves are a home favorite to Southampton, but. Like these, these, these implied team totals aren't that high. Newcastle's the highest at 1.65 and Southampton's the lowest at 1.03. So like the range isn't that dramatic. I don't feel like I need to jam in a particular team. And I think we have a lot of forwards on the slate that are overpriced, especially for their anytime goal scoring odds. And that's why, that's, that's why I think it it's the chalk build is going to be more, cheap forwards and expensive midfielders, expensive defenders. So maybe the contrarian way to play this slate in GPP is to basically overpay for forwards and hope they get two plus goals on a slate that may not even be that high scoring. Yeah, that's uh, Ryan. I just posted your article this morning, uh, rotowire.com. Check that out. 
after listening to our show, of course, but it seems like cash move, cheap forward, expensive midfielders. So logically, GPB move is the opposite of that. So um, I guess starting with forwards here. So Townsend is 9,700. Just comparing him to Damari Gray at 9,900. Uh, are we... Who, so in cash games, would we rather pay for Gray at 9,900 at midfield only or a redition out 97 for, for Townsend? Or do we want neither of them? Well, I, th- I, th- I, think, I think in a cash build, you're playing one 9K plus player. The question comes in on whether it is Townsend, whether it is Gray, or what is, where, whether it is James Ward-Prowse. And I don't think the... Forward, I don't think the eligibility matters. So, like, when I'm viewing Townsend at 9,700, it's like, oh, well, he's forward eligible. It's like, but, I mean, it's not like we have a great slate anyway. Uh, in Like, even in the mid-range at midfield. So, like, I could find I could find forwards under 6K or under 7K to plug in there that I don't mind at all. Uh, I think, at, to me, Everton is the overpriced team on the entire slate like counts at a 9700 if starting probably doesn't even play 90 right he hasn't been playing 90 they tend to split their set pieces i know lucas dina isn't there anymore but still they got damari gray they got anthony gordon even and he's 7800 so like i'm not really rushing to throw these guys in calvert lewin is 9100 and uh he has the same goal scoring odds as Raul Jimenez, but he's $4,000 more expensive and he's extremely goal dependent. So like, he's definitely not an option in cash games that really that the question comes in, in the high end with, with Townsend is that, is he worth more than gray or Ward Prowse? And I think I, since I don't necessarily on this construction care that much about getting, making sure I have pay up at forward, like I, to me, I, I'd much rather play Gray or Ward Prowse than play Townsend on this slate if he's only going to play like seventy to seventy-five minutes. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Um, you now you might be able to. I'm interested to what you hear about or to what you have to say about the construction because you don't. You might be able to pay up for two. I mean, if you don't pay up for two, I guess. I guess what are you doing? Where where are you going uh, for the dinky do at forward? If, well, if you're not if you if you're paying up for two midfielders, that means you have to punt at one defender spot, right? You're gonna have to punt or punt at a utility spot. You know, you're gonna you're gonna get like a thirty five hundred dollar player in there. I've tried to make some of those builds, and it also depends on who you play at forward. So I think from a dinky do perspective, when we go down the list at forward, like we get we get guys like Dennis at eighty six hundred. There's no chance in hell that you play him at that price. I mean, you get a lot of these overpriced forwards. St. Maximin at 8,200. Podence at 8,000. Che Adams at 7,400. I think the first person you stop at and consider is Cucho Hernandez at 7,300. Depending on the Watford starting lineup, he may end up with a monopoly of set pieces. Of course, it's not the it's not the best matchup. They're one of the, the bigger underdogs. And I'm using air quotes because <laughs> nothing is really that heavy of an underdog. Uh, so I don't mind Cucho Hernandez at 7,300, but I'm looking more towards, uh, I'm looking more towards, I think to me, there's four players for cash 
that that you're considering for the for the for the dinky do in some regard. Uh Cucho Hernandez, um Lee of Norwich, assuming he starts with Gilmore out, and uh even if Plachetta probably Plachetta doesn't play if Rashishka plays. So most likely Rashishka will have a monopoly of set pieces for Norwich. Uh and then uh at the bottom range, uh Joe Linton at fifty nine hundred. Newcastle is at home and favored. I mean He's not the he's not the greatest of players, but he'll probably play ninety, and they'll be attacking most of the game. So, like, I don't mind him. And then you have Raúl Jiménez at fifty one hundred. Like, yes, he's very goal dependent, also, but he's fifty one hundred. I mean, like, like Wolves are at home and favored. Uh, if you need a cheap goal, he's the one to go to. And I'm just going to put an honorable mention. I don't think he starts if Chris Wood starts for Newcastle. Uh, at center forward, he's 4,800, but I doubt even if he starts, he's going to play more than like 65 minutes. See, so I I think I'd rather, if Jimenez starts, most likely he plays 90. Mm-hmm. So I'd much rather go to Jimenez, but just understand when you're playing Jimenez, like if he doesn't score, he could he could sit there with two and a half points, right? I think Joe Linton has a higher floor, but a lower ceiling. And I think that Hernandez and Rizhushka has have much higher floors than those two, but obviously you're paying for it in those cases. So like Rajishka and Hernandez has have the lowest goal scoring odds out of the bunch, but I could see that they could both get to 10 possibly easier without a goal. While the other two guys, like if they're not involved in some type of goal scoring play, uh, they're, they're, they're not doing that hot. The problem comes in is that if you do like Cucho plus Rajishka, like and then you put in a nine k midfielder, like you're gonna have to punt at the midfielders, not second midfielder spot, and you're gonna have to punt at the defender spot. And I think on this slate, I think Ryan, you'd agree with me, especially since since you you love these these defender constructions. That defender is too is not great, but it's too strong. That I don't want to play a center back. I don't want to. I don't want to play uh, a thirty seven hundred dollar full quote unquote fullback that has a three point floor type of play. I kind of want to pay 5k plus for both of my defenders. So I see the Kucho Rajishka builds, unless you're not going to play a 9k midfielder to not be worthwhile. You're most likely playing like to me, I think that that I'd rather do Rajishka Joe Linton, but like I'm not I'm not upset by playing a fifty one hundred dollar Raul Jimenez in my line. No, me either. Um, and yeah, I definitely want to start with two, with two of uh, defenders over five k. I don't think that's the spot to to punt on this slate. Um, you know, these expensive guys, at least the ones on Everton, are sort of overpriced and a bit unpredictable. I don't think it's worth prioritizing them and and giving up so much at defender. Um, $5,100 Jimenez seems good to me uh, in cash. Uh, you might be able to spend up for two guys if you if you go that low. Um, I'm not sure. I like Joe Linton too, though. Um, surprising to say, it's like he feels safer uh, than some of the other options, at least that he's going to play 90 minutes and the matchup is good. And he's, you know, he's shown a pretty good floor in favorable matchups. And this one against Watford should be a pretty good spot for Newcastle. So I don't mind going to Joe Linton either. Um, Cucho, 
Seems a bit risky. Uh, I know, like, depending on the lineup, he could have a monopoly, which I don't know. It, it, it's... Go ahead. I'm, I'm looking at uh, – so I actually – I think I captained Cucho at Leicester in their cup match over the weekend. And so I'm looking at the corner numbers in that game. Cucho took one of five corners. Cleverly took two. Ozan Tufan took one. And then Ken Sima took one off the bench. Cucho played a full 90 in that game. So, like, if you want to pay that, like, that you I don't think there's – Yeah, but all those other guys aren't even in the projected starting lineup, right? Or Tufan is. Yeah, I mean, I don't – It's quite possible Cucho sure. doesn't even start, right? He played 90. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he doesn't even – uh, I just threw him in as an option because he obviously has a floor. It's a three-game slate. It's a forward with a floor that's not goal-driven. So why not? Yeah, yeah. Out of the out of the four out of the four guys, I break him fourth on the list. Out of, out of the four, I I think number one is Rajishka, number two is Joe Linton, number three is Jimenez, and number four is Cucho. And like, and it's quite possible. And, and dude, depending on the, the constructions you make, it's quite possible to play three of them. Like you may like it may be worth it to just like. Like you have them, you have, if, you, if you're playing a one nine K midfielder, you're stuck, you're stuck there at, uh, at uh, a utility spot with like 5,900. And it's like outside, like either you're playing a, def- a defender in that spot or you're playing Joe Linton. And it's like, like from an upside perspective, I don't mind, but I think I'm, I'm more likely in the utility spot in that situation to just play three defenders. Yeah, um, so I, think the, I, think def- I think defender, Ryan, when we get to defender, I think there's a lot to talk about at defender because there, there are many combinations that you can make. And it really it, it, dep- it depends on who's in and who's out and what, what it's like. I'm talking about Newcastle specifically. Uh, yep. But. But ultimate, ultimately, like, I don't love the forward spot, but I to me, I think. Are there any options other than what, what we what we've just talked about? I mean, like what what else would you do at forward? I got a few things here. So, if you're looking at Watford, I think Joao Pedro is you know someone to to go off of uh, Cucho. If you don't want Cucho, like whenever he's in the starting eleven, he seems to do something. But if Adam Ida starts again for Norwich, he's thirty nine hundred. I think it's between him and Kieran Dowell to start. Uh, Dowell's midfield only. He's 3,700. But Ida's 3,900. He had a floor of eight points uh, at West Ham midweek. And, like, it's not – like, he's 3,900, but he's home. It's not like Everton are great. Like, I think there's some floor there. He played an attacking midfield position. He's He's an attacking player. So it's not like this is a complete punt. I think he still has a floor. Um I mean, he's thirty nine hundred, so you know. But he's only valuable because he fills a forward position. I just, I don't think you need to worry that much about that. So, like well, at, he, at thirty, at at his price, I mean, there are midfield, there there are several midfielders or defenders I'd almost rather play over him if well, I don't need to fill a forward spot. Well, if you want to spend, um, like, if you want to spend up at both your midfielders, you can go down to Ida kind of thing. Yeah, but you could also do that by playing Joe Linton and Jimenez, and you could still, you could still do the same thing. Yeah, like but the cost would, prohibitiveness on this slate is not is not dramatic, especially with some of these Everton guys being like overpriced. That like I almost I almost feel that for GPPs, that's the lowest ceiling build. Like it's weird for me to say that the lowest ceiling build is double pay up midfielder 
But I think I think when it comes, to, we'll we'll talk about midfielder now. Uh, Ryan, I want I want I want to know your your thoughts on ceiling between Ward Prowse and Gray, and how come it feels it feel it? I have this feeling, and 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 I I'm the biggest James Ward Prowse person in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Like plug him in, death taxes, James Ward Prowse getting 10 points, but like he's 9,500. So like 10, po- like, yes, he's the safest you're paying for safety, but from a ceiling perspective, wouldn't gray have so much more upside than Ward Prowse? I, I just have a sneaking suspicion that this is a James Ward Prowse chalk slate where he busts where, because he's, he's on the lowest, he's on the lowest implied total team on the road. And he may still be finding cash. He may still, you know, he gets 11 points and you're, he's 80% owned and you're fine there. But I almost feel like, like gray has more upside. And then if gray fails also, I feel like it's because like Calvert Lewin has two goals. I feel like, like some of these folks, like you look at, uh, at uh, potents at 8,000 and go, how do you pay 8,000 for potents? And he gets a goal and assist. And like, that's the way you win GPPs rather than try to jam in, gray and ward press together yeah i agree with you actually i think pretty much everything you said i mean yeah i want to think gray has a higher ceiling um but you know you look at ward press's game log and he's got three goals and two assists in the, in the last four i mean it, so you gotta say there's a ceiling there based on the fact that he takes pks and and has made a couple direct free kicks already this season um How much I, are you you're right in- how much are you putting in this matchup, though? Like, no, not Wolves, much. Like, Wolves, Wolves are probably playing the best defense, maybe of anyone in the league right now. Yeah, so I couldn't I'm, be like, I couldn't be any more impressed with with Wolves at the moment. They pretty much dominated uh, Man United on Monday. Um, they had a lot of possession. United barely had any chances. Um, so yeah, it's not a great spot for Ward Prowse. I want to fade him in GPPs. I think, uh, he's a, this could be at the week where he busts. Um, I want to give points to that. Two other stats for this. So Ward Prowse, they lost one nil earlier this season against Wolves. He had a floor of 15 points. And the other thing with Wolves, so they've been great, but one of their best defenders, Romain Sice, he's away for African Cup of Nations and they started Fernando Marcal at center back, I believe, in their cup match last weekend. So these are two two more things to consider. <laughs> so we, uh, these are just, uh, I mean. So yeah. does that make you like Ward Prowse? <laughs> um, I, I still don't like the matchup overall. I, I didn't originally like the matchup. And then you look at his floor in that last meeting and his general floor is just, you know, it's always up there. I don't think he has the same upside as Gray, though. Going back to that original point with with, uh, Jordan there, you just got to think a guy on Everton against Norwich has more upside than, you know, Southampton away to to what will be a super defensive match between, you know, Southampton and Wolves. So, yeah, I think so, too. Um, You know, the one thing is sometimes on these three game slates where there's not high implied totals and we don't have the elite teams playing, you know, someone like Ward Prowse shows up on the winner with 11 floor points, 12 floor points. You know, that, that happens quite a bit. So, you know, you might not need him to have a big ceiling game, but um, yeah, I agree. I still would rather take a chance on on those overpriced 
uh, Everton guys, you know, more, I tend to side with the open play upside in, in tournaments. Well, how about like, like is Anthony Gordon worth playing at 7,800? Like I take a look at the <laughs> mid range of midfield and to me, midfield is like, to me is ve- is the weakest position on the, on the slate. It's like you have pay up options and then it's like you go down from there and it's like in between that and like maybe 5,000, you're like, I don't want to play any of the, but half the people aren't even in. So it's like, you're just skipping over and you're going Anthony Gordon, 7,800. You're going like, uh, like Shelby at 5,800. I don't think so. Uh, Matinho at 5,600. Really? I mean, I'm the, I'm the biggest Matinho supporter, but why? But I don't think you have to do that. Then you got like Jiraj Kuchka at 5,100. It's like, why, why isn't he 3,600? And you keep on going and you're just like, is there anyone to play? And then you get to like, it makes a guy like Trintow at fifty at 4,600 much more appealing, even though uh, his range of outcomes is much wider than you, than you think, because he's, he's likely not going to play 90 minutes. But if, uh, if uh, Aitnery is not in and Markal is in, uh, Trinkow has been, been splitting some set pieces uh, recently and, uh, who else am I going to play? It's a three-game slate. So, so oh wow! He, it, what happens if he only plays seventy minutes? Like, well, he's forty-six hundred. He could, if he doesn't show up in the score sheet, he could still possibly get eight points for forty-six hundred, regardless. And if and he's an attacking player in the front three for Wolves, so maybe maybe he ends up with eighteen in sixty-two minutes. Uh, I I look at this range of like the Trincows, the Nevises, even like a long staff, a Lee's Malou if he's in, like. To me, I don't I don't view these 4K high 3K midfielders any differently than like Moutinho and Shelby and guys that are like 2,000 more. And in fact, in this range, like I, if I had another defender spot, I'd rather play. Like I don't even want the second midfield spot. I want a third defender spot than to play like Moutinho over any of those 5K defenders. Like I'll play the 5K defenders. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I think Trin Kyle's a pretty good play. Yeah, I agree with everything you said, especially for tournaments. You know, yeah, his his range of outcomes is is wide, and uh, he's probably not guaranteed to play 90 minutes. But on this three game slate, you know, almost no one's guaranteed to play 90 minutes. At least guys that you're thinking about playing in tournaments. Um, as far as Anthony Gordon. Yeah, like I think I think you made like a pretty good argument for it actually, just because no one's gonna roster him. Midfield is very weak. And you know, what makes Gordon, you know, any worse than Townsend or, or Gray, even besides a couple of set pieces? I mean, he arguably has more open play upside than Townsend I will, and go ahead. I will say uh so I don't believe I ever Charlison in the starting eleven here. So Richarlison's coming back, and there's a chance Gordon moves out of the starting 11. But even if he starts, I think he may be the first one to sub off. He was the first one to sub off in their last their cup match against Hull City. Uh, so in that match, Gray and Gordon started. Gray took six corners. Gordon took one. So, it, like, if you're considering all that, I kind of think Gordon, that, that I mean, sure, GPPs, but that price is just, it's pretty heavy there. For Oh, no, yes. The price is absolutely heavy. He is overpriced, and it's like a what makes him, like, a decent tournament play is that no one's going to play him because, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, um, 
I'm just saying, at least as far like as far as goal upside, if they all start, it's not like Townsend or Gray is more likely to score a goal or get an assist than Gordon, um, which makes him a good tournament play. He's definitely overpriced with, with most of Everton is, and and his he's definitely you know not as safe as those other guys. But I was just saying, you know, I agree with Jordan that the midfield is not great. I mean, pretty much at the top, middle, bottom, there's really nothing that stands out. So taking a shot on a guy who, you know, just showed he could score a brace, you know, in a matchup against Norwich can't be that bad. In the midfield, in the midfield range at like the punt defender type of type of level, like for like, so I don't have to punt the defender. I don't mind playing someone like Stuart Armstrong. If he's in the starting lineup for Southampton, I mean, he'd be playing in El Niasi's spot. Uh, 3,600, he does attack. Maybe he doesn't play 90, but I'm fine with that. I'd rather play Armstrong over like a Decore who plays more defensively anyway. I'm just like when I'm looking in this like sub 4K range, all I'm looking for is players in attacking positions, right? Because you're going to find defensive midfielders here, but they're, they're you know, Oriel Romeu ain't doing much, right? So like right. in this range, like if you need to punt, I don't mind. I don't mind Stuart Armstrong. I mean, because he's more of a punt than than Trincao is. Uh, Definitely. And so, like, I don't want to play a thirty five hundred dollars central defender. I I I'd want to avoid that at all costs on the slate. I'd rather play yeah. Adam Ida. Yeah, Ida I, or uh, Dowell is there at thirty seven hundred. But Jordan, so you brought up Decore. He is, you know, more of a descent, defensive midfielder, but. Uh, you know, with Rafa Benitez, he's he's actually played more forward, and his price has dropped because Everton have had all these injuries. But Everton, they're basically healthy right now. So if we look back, beginning of the season, Everton are healthy. They have other guys. They, they play how they want to play. First eight matches of the season, Decore, two goals for assists. And that's kind of like Decore's come out and set up. Benitez come out and set. They, they want Decore to get, you know, a little more forward. Sure, he plays – he's going to get more forward than Allen and, you know, he's in that central midfield role and, you know, you can call him a defensive midfielder, but like the stats are there that he does actually have upside. And for 3,500, I think uh, that's a worthwhile play. Yeah. No, you're right. Actually, you know, he was 5,500, 5,200. I mean, the price tags all the way down for a great matchup. Yeah. Makes, makes a lot of sense. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Defender. Okay. At Defender, to me, I think the, 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 there's only one player that is just comes auto-loaded into my lineups. Lucas Dina. No. He's, <laughs> no, he doesn't play for Everton anymore. Will there be anyone uh, with Dina in the lineup? I don't know. He's, he's highlighted in red here. There, there may be some uh, mistakes. Maybe. Maybe you get 1% in GPP or something like that. <laughs> Uh, 5,200 Ryan Frazier playing in a, a, an advanced position with a split of set pieces. Like, I, I, there's to me, there's no better defender play on the slate. Uh, the question comes in is, is I Nuri going to be back for Wolves? And he if he's back, will he be taking a share of set pieces anymore? Because if he's not, 6,300 is too expensive for him. Uh, He'd, I mean, he'd be more like a $5,200 defender. So it's not like his value goes like dramatically down. Uh, but to me, on this slate, if I the defenders I want to play are essentially whoever starts uh, at wingback for Wolves and whoever starts at fullback for Newcastle, which includes Frazier, who doesn't even play fullback. Uh, here's, the, here's the question for Ryan. Is Matt Ritchie worth 6000 anymore? Mm, yeah, I don't think so. So that's part of what sold me on. Yeah, Frazier just just locking Frazier in. Uh, in the cup match last week, Frazier took most of the corners. I think he took nine of 12 corners and uh, Trippier took the other three. I believe Richie took zero. Um, I'm pretty sure that's correct. Uh, if If that's the case, you know, I'll just go by that most recent game. And then I don't want to play Richie. You know, he doesn't do much from open play, especially now that they've moved to a back four. Um, so yeah, lock in Frazier. And then I'm pretty confident that eight Nori will be back on sets. Um, assuming they he went 90, he went 90 in their cup match. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's good. Assuming they move Mark to the back three again, eight Nori on the left. I, I know what you're saying with Trincao in there. Trincao has been taking some of the left-footed sets with eight Nori out, but I think eight Nori jumps back on that role. Um, so I'm comfortable going there. Him and Frazier. And yeah, you're right though. There's other Newcastle fullbacks. Like I just play Trippier. How, how, do you, how do you not play Trippier in, <clears throat> over Richie just for pure Definitely. open play value? I mean, Trippier, I mean, Trippier for the past, essentially since DFS has started for soccer, is essentially like just Crossman. I mean, him and Jesus Navas is just Crossman. When when Trippy was on Burnley, it's like Burnley weren't even a good team. It's just like, well, he's going to cross the ball 18 times, so why not play him? Uh, even with Bra- Frazier playing on that side, like if I had a choice between Trippier and Richie, I'd just play Trippy. I mean, like it's only a $300 difference. If Richie was like 4800 then that'd be a different story. And I could say the same thing with the Wolves guys. Like, like if eight Nuri isn't in, it's like, well, I'm just going to play Semedo. I'm just going to play Markal. I'm just going to play. Like to me, that's that's the that's that's the choices here. I I wouldn't mind if 
my two defender spots and utility spots were three out of four of those play out of five of those players. Cause technically Frazier, Frazier should just be a midfielder, right? Frazier really should be midfield only and not defender. So you're just getting a boost by giving him clean sheet of equity mm-hmm. in addition to his open play value. And probably Frazier, if he was a midfielder should be like 6,200 and not 5,200. So to me, like, to me, Frazier was the was the first guy in all in quote all of my lineups. I only put one dummy lineup in, but he was like the first guy in, and then I figure everything out. And uh, or am I am I overvaluing that? No, I mean, no, I don't think you were overvaluing it. He's the first guy in for me too. I mean, I'd assume this this is probably the last week we're going to see him as a defender. I mean, as long as DK is sort of <laughs> up on their stuff, but now that yeah. Um, I agree with everything you said. I I wouldn't I wouldn't mind having three of these of these defenders in there. Why don't you tell us the Wolves and the Newcastle guys? Yeah, I think they're better. Than people the are going to try to punt because I I could see people like oh I'm going to play one and then punt a defender and play Ben Godfrey at 3900 or play Brandon Williams at 3700. It's like dude, dude, these guys aren't worth like don't waste the defender spot. Like if you need a 3800 dollar guy, like. If Ida's there, fine, play him. If Stuart Armstrong, Decore, like all those guys are much better than these these pseudo fullbacks that really, when you take a look at when they do put up points, it's because they have like five tackles one. It's not mm-hmm. because they're attacking and crossing the ball. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I hope people decide to punt defender. Um, yeah, that just seems like the wrong move on this slate. There's no one to spend up for. I mean, yeah, there's a few guys, but what are you really doing it for? You're going to lose too much. I mean, we've talked about it before. Uh, these are like good defender plays, and they're better than better than the midfielders in that same range, most likely. You're just going to make up so many floor points on the field for people who decide to punt, and then they're not going to get anything out of their punts anyways. So, yeah, I'll be – I'll be loading these defenders and maybe even have three of them, even in the, even in tournaments. I, I know, I know what Adams, Adams uh, center back play is going to be. All right. Let's see. I think I know, I know what it is. I know it. Okay. Every show is always. Okay. I know it's to me, to me, it's obvious. Okay. Okay. I think it's obvious, especially, Probably. especially with defenders on this team are going to be popular. Okay. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. And they're not. And they're not. And they're, and people aren't going to play this defend. The cheapest one that has uh, plus nine hundred goal scoring is the highest center back goal scoring odds on the slate, and that's Fabian yeah. Shar. Right? Mm. Oh wait, you're going with. Well, you Char? thought it was Lascelles? I'm going the shells. He's twenty five hundred. Okay, it's a little bit different. Okay, well, plus six hundred. I thought maybe you're going to go like Michael Keane on Everton or something. It's like, no, no one's playing those defenders. No, I mean, we're already getting the set piece takers for Newcastle. Just throw in Lachelle's as as the third defender there in the utility spot. Get the goal, get the assist from from uh, whoever, Frazier or Trippier, and, and you're good to go. And then, I don't know, maybe a clean sheet. Probably not, but. <laughs> no, what, what's going to happen? What's going to happen based on all our talk is that uh, – you're gonna play Trippier, Frazier, Lascelles, or Shar in in your last. Shelby is gonna. It's gonna be Shelby. No, Richie's gonna score two goals. It's gonna be Richie. Okay, okay. <laughs> it could be. It will be Richie and Shelby splitting set pieces. That's what it will be. I don't think oh, that would be brutal. That. I, no, I, I don't think that happens <laughs> with the new with the with the new system and everything. Uh, essentially, they're see. playing as Bournemouth. I mean, essentially, you're playing yeah. Bournemouth again, right? That's what Newcastle is now. It's Bournemouth with money. Yeah. 
Um, so just, I guess one, okay, yeah, well, one thing, one thing I want to say, just in case you see it, because I've seen some predicted Watford lineups that have them using uh, three, three at the back with you know with wing backs. Um, mm. They have a new signing, uh, Hassan Kamara. He's uh, loves to attack left back. Um, good player in the French league for Nice for a while. Um, like playing on the wing would be okay. And even like Feminia for 3,500 on the other wing would be okay. I'm just saying it, it's an option against Newcastle. I don't like to roster uh, Watford defenders either, but if they switch up the formation, you know, those guys would get forward quite a bit. So just throwing that out there. Yeah, one thing with Watford, like they added three players within, I don't know, the past week. And, you know, there's a chance all three of them start, like maybe Samir starts at center back because they don't really have a ton of options right now. But I don't know, if they start three new guys, even two new guys, especially on the back line, it's like these guys have been training together for less than a week. So it just seems kind of makes Newcastle look better. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of risky. Like, these guys really haven't been communicating. I don't, who knows, like, how well English these guys speak. So, uh, I mean... I You're right, sure. well, A bunch of new players in the team is a recipe for a disaster a lot of times. Yeah, so what I was going to say before we start with that, um, I mean, we mentioned Chris Wood a little bit, but 4,800, and if you're looking at, at Callum Wilson at 6,200, like... I know Wood has been terrible this season, but he's on a new team and he's got 1,400 savings compared to the injured Callum Wilson. If if Wood starts, like, is that he's going to have the top goal scoring odds? Is is that going to be a cash move? I guess. I mentioned him before. He's in the same boat as Raul Jimenez. Okay. Someone that's yeah. underpriced for their goal scoring odds, and if you need a cheap forward, there you go. I mean, would you play Jimenez and, and Wood together though at, at those uh, at those prices? I that probably wouldn't do that, but yeah, but, you know, that seems like a little much. <laughs> it seems I was going to say playing them together seems like a little much, and um, I agree. If we didn't have Jimenez, like as Jordan said, like Jimenez just is safer the, the the playing time's safer. You know he's going ninety. You're not quite sure what to expect from Wood. If we didn't have Jimenez, then yeah, I think Wood is, you know kind of locked in there for 4,800, but I think you probably just go to him and as if you're going to go that route. All right. So goalkeeper Pickford, 5,300 away to Norwich. I don't, is there anyone that stands out here? You got cruel. Cruel is always a good option. It seems like 4,500 though. Home against Everton. Jose Sa, 4,900. Really uh, he's one. the underpriced one. He actually, he actually has the, they have the highest, clean sheet odds on the slate would you not do... the highest win odds but i mean dude we're talking about three pick'em games and the goalkeepers that the highest price is 5300 and the lowest price is what 4200 or something like mm -hmm. dude just close your eyes and hope for the best <laughs> well i would i don't know i would avoid the newcastle watford game i think that that match is gonna have the most goals and uh, yeah i'd probably choose between those other four teams there yeah, Sal looks pretty good. I mean, like Jordan said, best clean sheet odds, but he's the third most expensive keeper. So, I mean, you're getting a little bit of value. But, again, just correlate it with your lineup. In GPPs, would you play Ward-Prowse and Sa together? 
No. I don't really do that, but it's 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 okay only because Ward Prowse can be on winning lineups with 11, 12 points. And, you know, just what if what if Wolves score in the 10th minute, in the 15th minute, and win the game one nothing? I mean, Ward Prowse, you know, you mentioned what do you have 16 floor points or sometime something like that last game. He's the type of player you can do it with. I I still don't because when I roster Ward Prowse, I want him to score or get an assist, but it's viable on these smaller slates where floors might come into play more. Right. Yeah. It makes more sense on a three game slate. This was a five or six game slate. I would say no chance. Just get other options. Get, get, get someone else in that spot. But I mean, even Mm -hmm. on three game slates, I'm with you, Ryan, if I could avoid it, I just, uh, I, I, I assume when, and anytime I roster an outfield player, I assume that I'm getting at least a goal, if not an assist. And anytime that I roster a defender, I'm getting at least either 12 floor points or a clean sheet. Yeah. Like, I don't mind playing Trent Alexander-Arnold against the defense, like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, I just build my lineups accordingly. So, like, if if, if I have Saw in my lineup, like, I'm most likely going to have a Wolves wingback in my lineup. If I yep. play, uh, if I if I have two, if I'm playing the, the Trippier, uh, the, the, the Trippier... LaSalle's uh Frazier? Frazier lineup. I'm just gonna play Dubrovka in that lineup because like it, I, I want I want the super ceiling of all of it. If the center back scores, like I want that plus the clean sheets of all of these guys, and and then on the other side, I don't play any Watford players because that goes against it all. And then if I don't like let's say I don't play Frazier in a lineup and I don't play Trippier in a lineup, like that's a lineup that has a, the Watford goalkeeper. And like Kamara, if he starts paired with, you know, Dennis, that no one's going to play, right? That 4% right. owned $8,600 overpriced forward. Like that's how I, I mean, that's how I build my lineups, no matter the size of the slate in general. But uh, on three game slates, you'd be more, you're more likely because there's less options that weirder things like, you know, oh, eight points from some $5,800 guy is just good enough to be in the winning lineup. And there you go. I mean, like, so you don't have to necessarily worry that much about as much about, well, if this guy scores, can this guy get there? And especially a goalkeeper, there's no clean sheets on this slate. Goalkeeper is just going to be like non-existent. It's just going to be, everyone's going to be within like two to six points and it's not going to matter. Right. Yep. I agree. Yeah. Last week, uh, FA cup slate was like that. There were no clean sheets. It didn't matter what goal you had. They all scored like three points or five points or something. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's it. We touched on pretty much everything. So, you guys have anything else? Um, no, I don't think so. All right, all right. Ryan has to get ready for his hometown Crystal Palace match. I got a big one. They're at Brighton here, so we got to get the showdown lineups going. But thanks for joining me. Uh, Ryan is at Ryan Belangi on Twitter. Jordan is at Blender HD. And you can find us in the Rotowire Discord. That's rotowire.com slash chat. And you'll find out how to get there. And if you don't have a subscription to Rotowire, rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Free 10-day trial. No credit card required. Again, thanks, guys, for joining me. This has been Saturday's or a Saturday discussion for the three-game slate at DraftKings. And good luck to everyone. And we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.